Lewis gets hung, but not before Sheriff fucks his sister. This is spoilers. Oh my. <sighs> oh my. Oh, I wish he would use proper English there, but you know, it's all right. What? Knows his sister? Lewis is hung, is what Brett wanted you to I say. I believe he's no, hanged. Lewis was hanged. Oh. Lewis dies. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Spoilers, everybody. Uh, we're here tonight to review the 1998 classic film, <laughs> Return to Paradise. <laughs> classic Jada Pinkett Smith vehicle. Oh, don't even. Hey, it's a Jada joint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go around the table, and I want to ask you guys before I start the opening question, do you want a really hard one or a pretty easy one for this opening question? Easy. In- easy. Both. Give me the hard. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it may this take isn't McDonald's. They aren't made to order. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> the hard, the hard question. And it might way. take a second to think about it. So hopefully we don't have too much dead air here. But we're gonna go in our normal order, uh, eastest to westest, and we're gonna describe the person following us as either a Vince Vaughn character oh, or God. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> character, like their character in the movie. Uh, n- sorry, not in Return to Paradise. Any character that they have played in any movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that going to take too long? So I have to describe what would be Josh? I'm not sure if it's Josh or Mikey for you. Think of more East. I'm Goshen. Mikey's Elkhart. I'm Goshen. Yep. Oh. Between who? Vince Vaughn and Joaquin? Yeah, like any movie character that they have played. Mikey, drop me your location. Let's figure this out. <laughs> I'm closer to Goshen High time. School than you are. All right, you're more east then. All right, so Brett, you got to, like, which character of Vince Vaughn's or Phoenix's would Mikey be? Any oh, wow, movie? I know Josh a lot more than I know Mikey. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. The uh, Joker. Such a great one for Josh, and I'm still searching for a Brett one because that's going to be me. Which Vince Vaughn? Awesome acting. Oh man, he's so different. It's so diverse. Rudy. Got the height. Rudy. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of Rudy. He's kind of a dick. Um, <laughs> oh wow. But he's what? he's cool in the end. It's redemption story. Ooh. I'm gonna say you are definitely uh, the guy from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> Jer- Jeremy, because he's. I don't know. I think that's most like you because he's kind of a big uh, smooth talker, but I don't know. I don't know. You're like like Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. You're like the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, God. I hate this question. Somebody cut Brett off. Next. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, guys. That was also Brett from Fort Wayne. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, Brett. That's hilarious. That's what I would have chose too, to be fair. I was gonna pick the same thing for Josh. I was gonna pick Vince Vaughn and Wedding Crashers, but no, I had such a good one for Josh. Sorry, Mikey, uh, I, I I butchered that. No, this is a tough question. I respect all, all the answers. Uh, so that means I have to do Josh. Yeah, Mikey, you're up. Uh, Ooh. 
Josh is a lot like... Um... Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Uh, he's a lot like... Uh, well, I don't know very many Joaquin Phoenix movies. So, Science. And he's pretty much a, a crazy person in every movie that he has. So, Gladiator. He did play Jesus. Commodus. <laughs> he is Commodus. He is. For sure. <laughs> He's evil. What's the uh, <laughs> the Joaquin movie where he's the leader of Scientology, or he's following Philip Seymour Hoffman, the leader of Seymour, Master of something? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Master. Oh, the Master, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josh is more like that Joaquin. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Blindly following another crazy man. <laughs> Dang it, Mike, you're so much more beanie from old school than you are Jeremy from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> yeah. I changed my answer. Mikey's just really every Vince Vaughn character, to be fair. <laughs> uh, Josh, you're up next, man. What? Who is Pap? Uh, oh. Yeah, so I'll go out on a limb here, kind of, and maybe break the rules a little bit, but I think he's more like David Conrad, Conrad's... Uh, Tony, or as I called him in the movie, that other guy. Uh, okay. I feel like Pappy is kind of just like the filling guy. He kind of—he's just what? like the guy. Wow. No, no. Let's, his I'm getting to the, the good part. Opportunity. I'm getting to the, the guy good who's part. in three times more of the movie than Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and at the end, you know, you're the kind of guy that gets on the plane and goes home. Yeah, dick. Wow. Wait, no. Do you have a- but he has a point. He like has a really good point. No, but do you have a sexy fiance? So he's got a fiance. Okay, yeah, yeah gotta... that's what I was trying to say. And you have a fiance. <laughs> Shout out to Tanya. <laughs> I was gonna say good save, but that wasn't even an attempt at a save. <laughs> so I do Brett. Does it wrap around, or am I doing? No, I, I've got Brett. <laughs> okay, I have to do you. Can't do wait. Do me, uh, Pep. Well. I guess I'm going to go with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Commodus, <laughs> for you, because you are always giving the thumbs down God to movies, it. unless it's Boss <laughs> Baby. Perfect. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Um, my choice for Brett is... Oh, Brett is the older brother from Zoolander, because every time I go home, Brett's very standoffish and makes me like prove myself what oh in the mines whoa <laughs> goes you don't know what it's like back dude here. jordan has notes on this question for everybody <laughs> who are the rest Someone doesn't even say a word in that scene dude that's the whole oh, thing man, is you like don't say favorite. anything no you don't say anything you're like i'm gonna wait for joe to come talk to me you're my favorite long dude <laughs> jordan has notes for every possible outcome <laughs> no nah, mikey you and josh were the easiest i didn't have good ones for pap and brett <sighs> okay. Hopefully that that's not too much editing. Yeah, there's seven all of our of listeners, that. none of them wow. know us, so yeah. it's gonna not, it's gonna not mean anything <laughs> to anybody. But it's good for they us. They know us a little better now. That's yes. why we do a drill like that <laughs> yeah, on a flagship episode. Like I, I actually am covered in soot and I never talk. So <laughs> Brad definitely has the black look. I have black Merman. Merman. All right, so back to this uh, this 1998 classic, like I said. Um, to set us up, we have uh, our three mains, uh, Lewis McBride, Sheriff, and Tony, uh, Phoenix, 
um, Vince Vaughn and what's the other guy's name? I fucking don't know who that is. Tony. Tony. Uh, He's David in a Conrad. couple movies. His actor David name. Conrad. Other guy. David Conrad. I already yeah, said that. Other guy. Me. Tony. Uh, there are three mains, and there's kind of a nice little video montage. Uh, through the credits, the opening credits, and then like kind of into the first few minutes of the movie. Uh, Mikey, you seem like a guy to get in this type of debauchery. Uh, do you want to take us through this first little part here? What does that mean? You oh, Vince are a man who likes his debauchery. I... All right. Well, uh, well, are you saying that's false? No. <laughs> uh, do we know? This isn't based on a true story, but I'm sure this has happened for sure at some point in history. But uh, this is a, a group of, I don't know, I'm guessing they're in college, but it's three guys and they're just having uh, a vacation uh, abroad in Malaysia and they're really just kind of goofing off for like the first 10 minutes of this movie. They're just kind of running around the streets of Malaysia and getting into a little bit of trouble. Um, they kind of run into a drug dealer who's trying to sell them rhino horn and Vince Vaughn <laughs> has to break it up and he kind of you uh, you kind of expect things to pop off right here this is going to be like the kicking off point of the movie yeah. but it's not and it's just Vince Vaughn kind of breaking up a fight here and you kind of get the sense that there's some bad stuff that's going to happen eventually in this movie I feel like I mean you said it was a nice little montage Jordan I mean it's really important and I kind of missed it the first time around I had to go back and watch it like these guys have only known each other for five weeks right like mm. I mean it comes up really important later as far as like their decision making but I missed that they just kind of like met in Indonesia is that the idea and started partying together yeah yeah but he also the plan was him. to party until the cash ran out <laughs> <laughs> I mean sure of coconuts in that like narrative he describes them as like three best friends best three friends weeks. that anybody could Everybody. have <laughs> <laughs> they were my two best friends in the whole world for five weeks it's a total accident we even met me a bum from brooklyn using phony frequent flyer miles tony croft was kind of a golden boy from harvard school of architecture we met lewis mcbride this uh long-haired greenpeace you know tree hugger guy <laughs> so the plan was to party till we ran out of cash in Malaysia it was a paradise of rum girls and good cheap hash but no yeah I mean Pap you might be the only one of us that's been to that part of the world um, have you been to Malaysia I've been to Singapore which is like right there okay. um, long trip over there and I, I don't know how one could go about using phony frequent flyer miles to travel <laughs> there it seems pretty sketch does anybody wish yeah. that their times in malaysia would have been at least the first half of the movie instead of like this little prologue thing I, like we get that montage of like vcr 1980s footage but vince vaughn partying drinking like that's a known formula for success like and Joaquin Phoenix just being like all weird hippie guy playing foosball. Like, I could have watched that crap for a while. The biggest problem with this movie is too much of it takes place in New York. Way See, too much of it. I was going to say, to answer your question, Josh, I think it depends on if you think the first half of the movie is boring or not. Because Mikey did 
I didn't. So I think that's kind of where that comes off. Well, I think it kind of lends itself to Pappy's point, too, is we don't spend a lot of time with them together, but they also mm-hmm. didn't spend a lot of time together. Like, it's weeks, yeah. months. Like, not, we're totally not talking about like year, well, years Well, that changes a lot here. of things for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, like, I, I have, like, only a couple notes. One of the notes I have is at the beginning is perfectly paced. I thought there was just enough time spent, but I thought, that, like, the characterization choices are kind of uneven. Like, the rhino scene that Mikey was talking about was awesome. You get to see, like, kind of the group dynamic Vince Vaughn being the big brother coming in, breaking up the fight. But, like, you have Joaquin Phoenix who's just like, yeah, man, I'm going from here to the orangutans to save them because I'm such a good bro. It's like, okay, we get it. Well, I love how they have, like, this magical moment send off and the music is twinkling. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, man, what should we do with the rest of this mellow hash? I don't know, man. Let's throw it in this trash can. And then they throw it in the trash can, and then the music like goes back to like the twinkling. Oh, goodbye. This is like so romantic, and it's like exactly. There's a point where there's like they're all like standing around in the water, and Vince Vaughn is like, "Dude, we should all just live out here for as long as we possibly can. Just like we got everything that we need. We got women. We got the water. We got hash. We got everything." And then like the very next scene. Vince Vaughn and Tony are packing up to leave. <laughs> it's our last day, man. He just said that they should all leave. They should all live on that little island forever, <laughs> like two minutes ago. That's fair. One of one of I think the bigger setups here is that um, at one point they're they're all three of them are on a, a little like bicycle that they rented from somebody, and they almost mm-hmm. get run over by like this truck thing, like a big cargo truck. Um, and they kind of like fall off the road and they mess up the bike. I think Rambo's in that, by the way. Rambo is driving that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an M16 in the Great crossover moment. He's heading back to make Dennehy pay. But uh, Lou is Lou wants to bring the bike back. It's all messed up. Like he can barely roll it back, but he wants to bring it back. And Sheriff finally like, oh, let me roll it. And he just tosses it into the woods. And that'll kind of come back later. Um, but yeah, they end up leaving. They kind of what throw away a bunch of hash in the trash and a lot <laughs> they leave a Dr. Lot of <laughs> what's that brett just dump it in the water and it wouldn't have been a big deal uh, i mean dude there's no way you could smoke all of that hash here. before the cops come there's absolutely no way you could get rid of all of that without dumping it in the water that's an insane amount it was like a full cookie <laughs> sheet Rick. <laughs> they could have made a whole driveway worth of hash. Yeah. They could have rolled it up and put it in shopping carts. <laughs> Trailer park boys. <laughs> no, we do get a nice uh, pre-wedding crashers line here from Vince Vaughn, though, where he he's they like show him in the morning. He wakes up in a hammock with some nameless lady, <laughs> yeah. and he's like. I can't understand anything you're saying, but this is my least favorite part anyways, and kind of like shoves her away. <laughs> I don't understand the word you're saying to me, but this is my least favorite part anyway, the talking stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, then like, uh, like Brett referenced, we kind of go back to New York. Um, Brett, do you want to kind of intro us into where we're at, like where the guys are and how we move back to New York here? Yeah, sure. It, it's, uh, I was surprised by this, but it said two years later, um, Vince Vaughn's, uh, 
sheriff's character is driving a limo. Um, he's kind of a, you find that he's a little crummy. He, he drives this uh, one guy around. Was he like the mayor or something? I don't know. He's somebody uh, important. Yeah, lawyer. City councilman, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, city council, lawyer, whatever. And so, like, right when he drops him off, he's obviously driven him before because he makes a comment to him. And then he calls uh, a sleazy reporter and wants to know how much that tip is worth. And so he's, I got to think the company he works for has got a confidentiality clause, but I guess if you're an anonymous source, it doesn't matter. But either way, so the next person he picks up is well. He's kind of he kind of shows his first like real douchey side here too. He was just shown like doing some laying of a rando, and here in the car he's like slamming on the brakes so they'll like crash and you know you remember what part I'm talking about? He like slams on the yeah. brakes so like mm-hmm. while they're having sex they fly off the seats. I think it didn't. He, I, it was hard to hear because the quality of whatever we have is bad. But I thought it's because he got called to come to another uh, call, and he didn't want them to like be having sex for like an hour, and he thought he'd like destroy their mood. I thought he was just like jealous, and he was like, yeah. not the one in the back seat, basically. He's got two rules: you can't make out in the back seat, and you can't smoke coke in the back seat. <laughs> Other than that, you're good to go. Everything else fair game. But yeah, no, uh, yeah. I mean, Brett's right. He does get called to another job, and so he's kind of trying to hustle him out, I think. But it is kind of a dick move, and I think we're kind of setting up Sheriff to be... I mean, he like pulled a knife on that dude in the in the alleyway earlier, and he's it's really uh, cock-blocking this guy in the back of his car. I mean, it's a rough life for he, like, Sheriff He throws here. his jacket at that woman. <laughs> and I, okay, wait, taking a step back real quick. I know that his name is supposed to be a nickname in the movie, but Jordan, do you think that the name Sheriff is a little on the nose for the protagonist of this movie. The guy's going to make like a change, call him the good sheriff. Oh my God. <laughs> what well, is a, a bastardization of his actual last name, Volga Sheriff? Right. But I mean, you could call the character anything and everyone's keep calling him sheriff the whole time. I don't know. I didn't see it that way. His name might as well be like Johnny McAll American or something. Sheriff. Yeah. It just seems like such a stretch just to call him sheriff. Let's name him Volga Sheriff. He's a douchebag for ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, that's. I was America. gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say it would be like not a great movie to like have this whole setup, and he's just like nah halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but then the movie ends the way it does, and it's essentially the same thing. Um, you yeah, guys getting so some Nightcrawler vibes as he's driving his limousine through the city, though. It's kind of cool. A lot of bokeh out there, neon colors. Hmm. Hmm. I'll say both visually, and I'm, I'm sure Brett appreciated the fact that the journalists in this movie are so terrible yeah. people. Well, they're just normal journalists. <laughs> they're just normal journalists, but yeah. Basically. Hey, they are terrible people. I agree. <laughs> uh, so next, he picks up his next client, um, and I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I think name. it's Hesh. Hesh? Hesh, Hesh right? I used to call Hesh. her Hesh, but I was I, I thought it was Hesh now, but I have no idea. And Definitely Hesh. Hesh. I just call her yeah. Anne Babes. <laughs> okay. okay. So so <laughs> Beth, who we find out is a lawyer, <laughs> um, she is the the next client. Uh, Pap, um, what what is she kind of set up here um, with everything with Lou and that? Yeah, she so she basically tells us uh, after kind of a slow roll that uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, Lewis has been in jail 
for the last two years and that the reason he's now facing the death penalty is that if you have over 100 grams of hash, it's considered trafficking. And so if one of Sheriff and Tony comes back, they're the three best friends, uh, they'll, get, they'll get six <laughs> years. If they both come back, I guess it's the, the sentence is equal to the amount of hash divided by the number of people. Then they only get <laughs> three years or something. So it's like a classic... Uh, that logic puzzle, like the prisoner's, prisoner's dilemma. Prisoner's dilemma, guys. Yeah. I love yeah. that stuff so freaking much. It's not quite like that, but, you know. It's similar, though. It's a it shame is, it doesn't mean anything in the a, end. It's a literal prisoner's dilemma. Isn't no, it? the prisoner's dilemma, you don't know what the other person's going to do. They, they, these well, people they are don't. getting together and trying to figure it out. They know what's going to happen. It's... it's I, I, yeah, I'm the prisoner's dilemma close. is more like you're being, you're being like interrogated, and you're like, if you rat <clears> the other guy out... Then you right. get the deal or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's you have to. You don't know. It's kind of like a blind. You oh, don't know okay. what the other person can do. If you admit to it, you could get 15 years if he says no. But if you don't admit to it and he, the other guy admits to it, you can get a lot longer. But you don't know what the other person is going to do. If I read the Wikipedia to it, page like, too, Brett. I studied this for like I studied this man. It reminds game me. Theory. There's a classic game show that was like, if you vote your partner thumbs down and they vote you thumbs up. You get a hundred thousand. If you both vote thumbs up, you get twenty thousand. And if you are the one to vote thumbs up and they vote thumbs down, you get that, zero. It's kind of that whole that deal. That's prisoner's right? dilemma right there. Yeah, but can I just say that is a brilliant pretext for a screenplay. Like as much hoops as this movie has to jump through later, as Hollywood as it gets in some plot points, like that on its face, like when that plot point revealed itself i thought it was awesome i was all in and i was very excited yeah. about what this movie had to say right after this is when we get our first um kind of cut scene to lou back in prison it's pretty fucking haunting um i don't know like it it doesn't last very long and i think there's maybe two or three through the movie but he's like getting dunked in water a little bit but then like you just realize it's a bath but he's also like super like I don't know, like emaciated, I guess. Like he's real thin and like just doesn't look great. Um, there's some screams and stuff, but Joaquin Phoenix is pretty good. He's in gone this, from Joker yeah. to Stanley Ipkiss real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he's gray. Uh, his skin is gray. <laughs> he's gray throughout most of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's dying pretty much. Um. So, yeah, we essentially get kind of the lawyer going back and forth between um, – between Sheriff and Tony here for this is where I got kind of bored as they just kind of go back and forth. I don't know, Mikey, you referenced being bored during the New York part earlier. Um, any highlights you guys want to make during this part? Because I think there's some interesting stuff as we get going. But um, really, the lawyers just trying to figure out like, what do you guys, what are you willing to do? Um, what can we do to like work together and make this like the least bad for everybody and still save Lou's life? She also keeps finding different ways to approach. Uh, sheriff, I think, to try to figure out what will work on him, and nothing really works on him. I think she keeps taking a couple different approaches. You know, the the bribery, then the sweetness, and then the cussing him out, and you know, getting him drunk. And I just think she's really reaching for straws to try to figure out what he wants to do, and he's kind of just all over the place. But I don't know. I actually like the New York parts. I mean, it's not as good as the beginning or the end, but I like the setup. I feel like in hindsight, 
I wish she would have gone to the news reporters immediately and these guys in the open instead of one by one in private. I think that's kind of insidious that she didn't just like call a meeting with them. Instead, she orders a limousine ride. And like Pappy said earlier, didn't you say like she slow rolls it? Like this is kind of her whole yeah. thing throughout the whole movie. She's slow rolling. I think she's trying to get an idea of what he's like. I, I By the way, yeah. I disagree with you on the the newspaper thing i think her whole thing was if you do this he will die or he will he probably will die and that's her whole point of not doing this interview so whether she did it eight days before or during i well, think it was going to turn out poorly no okay no, not to jump ahead too far though but the that whole plot point is just so fucking stupid because the way the article is written it's like absolutely inflammatory towards like the indonesian people and the mm. indonesian justice system Malaysia, like malaysian malaysian sorry but there is a zero percent chance that the article would be written in that way while someone was actively captive you know what i mean and furthermore i think it's like jordan like why why is the government not involved you know what i mean like there's no shots of where any... are the lawyers where are yeah. the real lawyers <laughs> not just the innocence project I don't know, man. Like, it's. <laughs> Does the government want to go and defend some guy that had, what, like 102 That's grams true. of hash or whatever? Like, is that what they're going to take a stand on? I, I'm not sure the the late 90s were on drugs vibe. I don't know. No, I think I, I'm with Pappy a little bit. I think what he's going with. Um, what was the world had, back then? Whether Brett? he had a bunch of hash or not, two years and a death penalty for that we should i think the government should have tried to like uh extradite him or something i mean i think they should have fallen on that sword but i don't know it's just in the script i guess if we're gonna there's get a couple deep, of things it's deep oh, go ahead josh I, I was just gonna say this is like a really deep part of the movie because for me ted is right to get back on the plane like if i was gonna Tony, do this Tony, and say yes Tony. like i would want some real life government approving like officials yeah. to be like this is for real but when Vince Vaughn shows up in the courtroom he's like ragged and by himself being grabbed. he doesn't have a lawyer no he's nothing <laughs> by the way the I think the like, kind of to go what you're talking about Josh I think the best point in the whole movie was made by uh, Vera Farmiga's character like He's not doing anything unless it is in writing, and I was thinking she's one hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. She's from the that. Departed, I mean, I right? Trust it. What? She's such a babe in she's, this movie. She's from the Departed, yeah. right? Yeah, this is her first oh, yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. The Departed and the Conjuring movies, but yeah, no, she's right, and I just don't think there's any chance in hell in nineteen ninety eight or two thousand nineteen or even fucking nineteen sixty nine that a U.S. citizen is going to be executed without a piece of paper landing on the ambassador's desk, and that's going to get run up the flagpole real fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Like that just totally breaks the whole like disbelief of the tension of of this whole like arrangement that's going on. She's so silly. Anne Hayes is just like, yeah, you got to take this judge's word for it. You're going to split the difference with my brother or, well, she doesn't (laughs) fuck. I just spoiled it, but (laughs) she doesn't say that he's his brother, but (laughs) yeah, she's like, you're going to split the difference with uh, my client. And it's like, uh, so can I get that in writing? Yeah, we can't do that. Uh, okay. That doesn't doesn't happen. To be fair though, Pat, I don't, not every country's got extradition, uh, mm. you know, agreements with us or anybody else. I, mean, I don't well, know the, what, how, the what our relationship with Southeast Asia is. 
The countries where you don't need special paperwork to travel to, if Vince Vaughn's just going there on his passport on a whim without a visa, then they definitely have an extradition treaty. Like, that's part of the whole thing. Hmm. International traveler Pap just dropping knowledge on us right now. Damn. International saying, spy. No, I, no I, Pap, I don't disagree with you. I think... I, I didn't even think about that during the movie. It's a good point. It kind of is buried in the climax, though. And so if you have suspended your disbelief that long, like, I can see... I mean, like, for me, like, that kind of just slid under the rug a little bit, I guess. But it, it is a solid point. Um, it can. It is more like a hindsight thing. I think the yeah. movie gets over and it's like, where were the officials? <laughs> but <Yeah>. during <laughs> it, you're in the nitty-gritty. And I get what you're saying, but, like... It really felt like Ted was vindicated getting on the plane. I think that's actually Tony. a pos- Tony. Tony. Plus, other guy. Plus, Joaquin's been in jail for two years. Why didn't you get a hold of me before? It's like, now it's a week before. It's like, uh... Well, they, they explained that away. He, they did he, explain that away. Yeah, I thought it was he, a good enough explanation. Oh, yeah. He didn't want to, like, write his friends out. He was right. like, I'll he just get through this. He didn't mention this. it until his last appeal was denied. Yeah. Now, there's one thing I don't understand. How come it took you guys two years to tell me this? Lewis never mentioned the two of you. Not when he was convicted two years ago, not when he was sentenced to death 10 months ago. It was only last week when his final pardon appeal was rejected. I found a detective the second he found you, here I am. Which makes Lou so much more like sympathetic. I don't know, like yeah, he hasn't ratted sure. out his friends until like the very last moment. I think and he's that's, pretty that's why sympathetic the whole time. Yeah, he is. Mm. Um, Especially when we find out, and I think this is in the limo still, that she mentions that the reason that they came and like the cops came to the house that Lou was staying at was because the bike that Sheriff threw into the woods, um, the guy had reported it like stolen or whatever. And so Sheriff, I think, feels a little bit extra guilty for that. I um, guess, get but another... that's a minor detail. What? Morally, right, you guys? Like, that's like... The bigger thing is they're going to put, like, a governmental structure is going to put a man to death for supposedly mm-hmm. delivering drugs. When really, I I think this is like a minor detail that it was like the bike. No, but that's what led him there, though. Well, it's, it's his, like, his fault the bike didn't get returned. It's also most, like, a decent amount is his hash. So it just adds all to yeah. it, I think. I think it actually takes away, to Josh's point, I feel like it's an extra wrinkle, much like the love story that this film didn't need. I disagree. Not to, not to mention, to, to, to the point of the film, Vince Vaughn says, we paid four times what this bike's worth on the deposit. They're not calling the cops. They're just pocketing the money and buying four new bikes. Like, why why would they involve the, the police? Because they thought they could shake them down, probably. I guess, maybe. Fair enough. I'm not trying to cinema um, sins this. I like Pappy said it. There isn't a very original premise to this, and I, I actually like this movie a lot. I'll give away a little bit of my yes or no, Jordan, just to help boost morale at this point. Oh boy! But yeah, I just think there's some real easy takes. Like spend some time with Vince Vaughn goofing around in Malaysia in the whole first half of this movie. Like easy cash ins. Instead of this like lawyer back and forth in yeah. New York, like Mikey said, they should have had like just a scene of him getting caught with all the hash. Why was that not a part of the film? Seems like mm-hmm. it should be a pretty big plot point. Indeed. 
Um, I think the part that threw me off the most, and I have actually written in my notes, like if this wasn't a spoilers movie and especially a spoilers movie that I picked, I probably would have changed the channel where like <laughs> Sheriff has made his decision not to go. And somebody referenced this earlier, but like the thing that sets him off to go back is the guy smoking crack in the back of his limo. He's like, you want to know what I'll fucking do? And he just pulls over to the side of the road and walks away. And like next thing he's Ooh, on a plane no. to Malaysia. No, that leads him to have sex actually god that part is so fucking stupid it's i've said that a couple times but it's a bad side plot it feels it feels like hollywood executives like had this script which is based on some french movie and Mm. i I don't know maybe this is in the french movie but it feels like hollywood being like this needs a love story let's make (laughs) them fall in love you know what i mean it just doesn't i liked it it doesn't fit smokes giant cigar (laughs) it would have been been a fine movie if she just like was honest about kind of prostituting herself out for her brother's sake and she didn't fall in love with Vince Vaughn. Or even better yet, if she was dishonest about it and Vince Vaughn finds out at the very end and then he still has to decide. But, I mean, you liked it. I didn't mean to jump all over you there. Do you think it's That's right. Why do you like it? Um, I thought, first of all, I thought it it seemed uh, genuine and I really, it was definitely something at first Brittany and I were like, why is she even considering having sex with this terrible coward of a person but I thought that something that uh, Lewis said earlier in the movie something like you don't eat like I think you're better than you think you are and like she's I feel like she's going through the same thing and because you find out they're related I think they both see something in him and I think Mm -hmm. it slowly very very slowly starts to come out and I think I mean it's also like a catalyst for what happens I mean like Josh said he made kind of a joke about it but you know, they have sex, and then that forces him to go out there. And yes, she was dishonest, but I thought it was genuine. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but he loses. I mean, the more and more I thought of it. He bought fizzy lifting drinks, and he lost. He had sex, <laughs> day, and he got sir. put away. Good day, sir. Dude, Anne Hayes is not convincing me to do anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that white woman if, is not convincing me to go back it, to a third world prison. <laughs> Is maybe the point not to like influence Sheriff and n- not that sorry, um, Anne Hage, not, not that like her mission is any of this, but like the movie's overall plot. I think it might be to like sow some doubt with Tony, like once he figures out that all this shit is going on. I think his suspicion is the biggest like real life effect that would be seen in that kind of situation. Like, whatever else happens but like tony finds out after he's in malaysia and he's like nah fuck all this and he like dips yeah yeah i guess the the scene where that's revealed to tony isn't very dramatic though vince vaughn's just kind of like oh it happened and then they're like on to arguing more about the point but can we contrast darjeeling limit limited with white guys in a foreign country and how it's treated artfully like running back to a plane or a train versus this movie where it's just mm. a nightmare <laughs> dude spooky spoilers is over and jordan chose this movie and this is the scariest movie <sighs> i think that's what i'm getting at is that whereas that movie paints india as a mysterious but beautiful place this is like malaysia is a mysterious but horrifying place this couldn't have helped malaysian tourism in any way <laughs> i would imagine they're pretty pissed about it I mean, Probably. it's a real 
true story, right? I mean, I'm sure it's not exactly this, but I'm sure there's plenty of times where <laughs> Americans or anybody has gotten caught with drugs in Malaysia. It's a real, it's considered extremely serious over there. They do put drug dealers to death. It's not cool. It's not cool. Uh, so yeah, we've kind of transitioned into the third act, I, <laughs> I guess already. So they're back in Malaysia. Um, what the fuck is so funny, Josh? That segue was awesome. I was rolling trying to, with that, trying to get us back on, back on the Chuck Freebie track here. Um. This punt sponsored by Intune DJ Service. Jimtown nearly got to it. Renner hangs it high. Jimtown not going to get anywhere near it, and it takes a huge Marion roll. That's a 48-yard punt that time with no return, and that's one reason he was the All-State punter in Class 3A a year ago. They get back. There's a strange, strange bath scene. Brett, you're a big fan of the the romance side of this movie. So what what is the appealing portion of the romantic side mission here? I like that scene too. I think it, they were both just um, absolutely devastated and they're trying to show, uh, have like a facade of trying to stay strong. I mean, the look I think he gives her is good. I liked it. I mean, you, you could you could argue that it needs to be cut. That's fine. That I just... I don't think so. He looks like a huge fucking big baby in that bath. Fucking like <laughs> Dude, moving so the ridiculous. water around and he gives her that look that doesn't mean anything and she's like, yeah, I'll get naked. That's so the same weird. look he gave that girl earlier, like, this is my least favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> um, they end up going to the prison to, I guess, see Lou and kind of figure things out. I thought it was interesting that Sheriff is the one that's like, do you mind if I go back and see him? And I was like, I want Tony to ask why, and I want Vince Vaughn to say, because I'm the lead in this movie and I get to go. <laughs> I'm a better actor than you. Um, but he does go back and Lou is pretty fucked up. Uh, Josh, any thoughts on Lou at this point in the movie? Uh, I feel like this is a good part of the movie because we finally get to see my boy Joaquin act again for a little bit. Uh, Your boy. Yeah, I love him. He's like right next to Jake in my heart. I feel like that's all the spoilers, (laughs) right? We feel that way? This is a surprising... Okay. Uh, well, no, you don't love Joaquin? I, I mean, not love. I he's he's good. I, I wouldn't say he's next to Jake, You pick this movie. Jordan lives in a society. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Jake above all. I this is kind of coming out of nowhere. I need to work on my list. But he I, I actually really enjoy the soliloquy that he gives here about something about in his cell God isn't present. <laughs> there is no God. And he's like <laughs> I look deep down inside myself, and if I were you, I wouldn't come back, so I don't deserve you to come back, and I'm like an empty soul. He says something to that effect, but he rambles even longer than I just did. So it's Was it more freaky. or less rambling than the Pappy character in American movie did at the end? <laughs> more. A lot more, but... What? That was poetic, what he said at the end. But I mean, right? I mean, Joaquin's definitely being tortured, right? Like He has these big bruises on him and stuff he's he's completely lost his mind well they've also not given him his blanket and he's just shivering overnight (laughs) would you like some toilet water (laughs) is he he is like bruised up he's got a big mark on his back and he's obviously very thin and stuff i thought he definitely had been tortured 
and by the way he's acting but like the reviews and the stuff that i'm like reading about the movie make it seem like he's been treated much better than all the other prisoners like they're all in i'm sure cells and all that but I don't know if that excludes torture from it. I, I thought I'm it looked sure. like he had an infection because of the shivering and the the mark That's on his back, but I would say uh, the ambiguity ambiguity in the scene with Joaquin Phoenix's acting and his like monologue he goes on and also like that part with he's like uh offering Vince Vaughn tea. I would I would venture to say this is probably the very best part of the movie. Like if there's a gem in this movie, it's probably like right in this zone. I asked myself, would I come back for you? And the only answer is a godless, empty, evil. No. I'm sorry I wouldn't have come back. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. It's okay. It's super intense. Joaquin is like, I used to live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) Walking down the steps in Brooklyn like, whoa. Uh, So we move along pretty quickly here at the end. We find out that Beth is his sister. um, And now his friend's fucking his sister. I don't know. It's wild. Um, The boys try to leave Malaysia. Sheriff just can't, can't quit Lou. Um, he goes back and he disrupts the final the final court battle you. here. Nice. <laughs> um, Brett, you want to yeah. take us through this last brutal part where the judge gets all pissed off? Yeah, it's crazy because he seemed pretty calm and collected most of the time. So friendly at first. <laughs> yeah, so he's basically like really disappointed that the guys didn't show up. And he, I think he makes a comment about it. Um and they're gonna, you know, go from there. And then uh, sheriff walks in. The sheriff coming to save the day. That's why his name's Sheriff. And he comes in, and the, ah. the judge is like, "Oh man, you you're really courageous. Uh, thanks for coming in." And sheriff's like, "I'm not courageous. I'm really scared." And I, whatever. So it looks like everything's gonna be fine. Uh, he's like, "We'll detain you. We'll." Do your sentencing some other time, and then I'm gonna go make my decision. And everything looks is like honky dory. And I just had. Did anybody else just have like such a sense of foreboding during that whole thing, or were you like really surprised when the forebodes for sure? Yeah, I because I, I said that Brittany. I said this. Do so you have the feeling something really bad's about to happen? She's like, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten that I had watched it before until like 30 (laughs) seconds into the movie. And then they said hash. And I was like, oh, wait, I've seen this movie before. I know it ends terribly. And then we got to watch this movie, Mikey. Dude, I've seen this movie like 10 years, like when I was like 10 years old. Jordan, why uh, did like, you pick this movie? Have you seen yeah, it Yeah, how do you even know about yeah. this movie? I remember it being on IFC and yes. Dad made me watch part of it. Yeah. Dude. I was like, this is you real blew good. My mind this Vince you, character. You blew my mind when you picked this movie because I thought this was one of those movies that only I had ever seen and then I had made sure to block it out of my mind forever because it was so terrifying to me. And I realized classic, I remembered man. it Yeah, as soon as it started. And I was like, oh, fuck, I remember this movie. <laughs> But yeah, came, I remember getting me. to the courtroom 
Yeah, getting to the courtroom, I was like, I remember this ending way worse than what is happening. And then when he's like, oh, yeah, let me check my Twitter feed about this article. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I forgot about this. <laughs> he's like, let me let me fast track this hanging. He's like, oh, God, I remember Jordan, now. I can't believe you're old enough to remember this. I feel like this was IFC, and I was like prime age to just be like, I'll stay up like 14. I'll stay up till 1 a.m. to see some Anne Hesh possibilities. Uh, one bag. She was in one from bag. like 96 to now. Do you guys she, got a crush on her? I really don't find her appealing. She would not like convince it. me to do Jack. I was not into her um, when I was younger, and she's one of the people that I look back on, and I, I found her like super hot in this movie. I would have just laughed her off in the in the limo when she's like, "Hey, you better come back." You're like you thought, <laughs> you're not convincing yeah, me. Yeah, the, like I'm not coming back. You have a black heart that's well established. Honestly, yeah. IFC for my 15, 16 year old self was just perfect because it was like chance of nudity, which unfortunate, unfortunate to say that was my thought back then. But also, if not, there's just like this weird ass cinema that I also like. Let's move on. I watched so <laughs> much IFC and Sundance back in the day. <laughs> Independent Film Channel. Yeah, this is produced by Propaganda Films. Josh, you know what other spoilers movie we've done from them? Oh, no. What is it? Adaptation. The only two that we've oh. done. I wonder I love this so much. Yeah. All right, so we're going to bring us home here. Um, edit point. The judge, the judge comes back. Why? <laughs> Why? I think i got to edit some of that uh, personal stuff out. That came out. Oh, of Pappy, Pappy said he was gonna edit this one. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no edits. The eight minute intro question. Nah. Um, <laughs> bringing us back. Uh, the judge comes back out and he's got a newspaper in his hand. I don't know how he got a newspaper just slid into like his private judge quarters. Extra, like extra. Minutes. Read all about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he comes out and he's fuming. Um, he bangs his gavel and he's like, "Nah, fuck you both." There's this American newspaper story that's been picked up by the Malaysian press, and it's basically trashing like our justice system and uh, the country as a whole, and I don't agree to any of this. And now that Sheriff has already pled guilty, he's going to be put in prison, and Lou will hang. It's pretty fucking depressing, yeah, as Mikey whammy. said. Yeah, it's a rough life. And it happens um, in like 10 seconds. Yeah. I, this last kind of 40 minutes of the movie moves really quickly I think yeah uh, but yeah so we kind of go back to the jail um, sheriff is in his cell and he hears uh, kind of Lou's last cries for help I guess um, I haven't seen the Joker but how does this last little portion compare <laughs> with, with some, of, some of the depravity I guess that's seen in that movie if uh, laughing were crying, uh, it would be pretty much the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, when uh, Joaquin is staring at, at Vince Vaughn, he's dancing down the steps in his head. Lewis! 
What a performance by Joaquin, though. Like, I, I'm wild. surprised, Jordan, that you don't like him. Like, if anything, like his performance is, I thought, one of the highlights of the movie, and specifically this scene where he's just wailing the per- and yeah, begging. Yeah, the walk that was so crazy. That was really good. Yeah. And I Not think he submitted enough. this part of the movie where he's actually on the gallows, like looking on at Vince Vaughn for his part as Commodus. And, uh, really? Glad. Well, just like he has that super glazed eyes. He's yeah. got the short, weird haircut, and he's like looking <laughs> off into the distance. And Vince Vaughn like puts his thumbs sideways and goes, thumbs down. <laughs> so I'll use that. It's an interesting kind of turn for Vince Vaughn as well. I don't think we see him like this in many other movies trying to like desperately reach out to another person like on a very human level. I don't know. It seemed very out of character for him. You're not alone, Lewis. Look at me. You're not alone. I'm here. Look at me. See me, Lewis. You're not alone. I'm right here. I'm right here, Lewis. I'm right here. I see you, Lewis. I'm right here. Lewis, you are not alone right now. I'm right here. You are not alone, Lewis. I see you. I see you, Lewis. I'm right here. You're not alone. You are not alone, Lewis. So Lou hangs. Uh, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a rough end. Um, we get a little closure with Sheriff. Um, Beth comes back and they make out a little bit through like the Dr. Evil and his like minion style, like make out through a cage and like the, except that um, cage has tetanus and whatever all else all over it. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she says he'll be in there for six months or less because the Malaysian government okay. like wants to save face and what. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, right. I wouldn't believe anything. Yeah, that they likely say. story <laughs> that in writing, please. Um, and I think that, takes us to no. the end of the movie what? there's okay. the rain the rain is the worst stupidest fucking thing this I've ever seen this whole part is the worst it's Please so explain, stupid Pat. so like after they have their make out tetanus session through the bars Vince Vaughn goes back into the jail yard and Anne Heche is like leaving and at that moment uh, the rain starts to fall down in some kind of s- cleansing symbolic uh, oh, I don't know like moment in the movie it's so st- you okay of course brett loves it but no it's so fucking <laughs> i didn't love it i just didn't it's hate so, it who cares it's so it's so obvious and so lame and so like so hollywood it's just it's, it's like the rat at the end of the yeah. departed it's like i get it cool <laughs> why should she it? feel good at all her brother could have just died without vince vaughn if she wasn't so sneaky and shit she should have got a real lawyer mm-hmm. true and I you forgot know about the rain. I was just taking notes at that point, trying to I would, collect my thoughts. I would say, yeah, to Josh's point, if we just saw Vince Vaughn being cleansed by the rain, okay, whatever, fine. You've been cleansed of your sins. Like, I, I can stomach that. But, yeah, to bounce back and forth, cutting between Anne Hayes and Vince Vaughn, like, skipping through the rain, like, oh, I got a girlfriend now. Like, what? Pappy. I'm emotionally <laughs> devastated by what I just <laughs> saw. Don't, you can't be happy. Happy, you skipped over the worst part is where she has to specifically say, I'm going to go bury my brother then come back and wait hand over foot oh, until you're released yeah. from this prison. So on the nose, like, let us think that maybe she used him. Maybe, like, how did she really fall in desperate love with this dude who's a limo driver and kind of a mm-hmm. dick? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. not. I forgot. We're not allowed to have happy endings in movies anymore. 
Well, it shows more growth for Vince Vaughn's character if he didn't do it for some fucking chick, Brett. Like, if he just did it because it was the right thing mm-hmm. to do, that's a good story. Like, he doesn't need the love angle. It cheapens his sacrifice, if anything. It's like he just did it because he had a fucking heart no, on it's just like stacked. That. It's stacked on stacks. Just uh, I, I agree reasons. that it cheapens it, but I, I don't think that's the reason he went back. I don't think that's... Yeah, uh, yeah. Imagine six months after, and you're... You're Vince Vaughn, and you're what? You're out on a date. You're making love to Anne Hayes or whatever. How are you possibly not going to think of Lewis at any point mm-hmm. <laughs> in time going forward? There's no way you could be with that woman. The only way this movie could have been worse is if she's like, and also <laughs> we're pregnant, and it's due in four months. We'll name him Lewis. That would have sucked. <laughs> Lewis Jr. in memory. Due in four months after this day <laughs> time span. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, any other final thoughts before we head into yes or no's? No, I don't want to get screamed at again. Yes, we have to say whether you would go back or not. For sure. If you were oh. in Vince Vaughn's position. I thought about this so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot the main philosophical conundrum here. <laughs> uh. I'll go first since I thought about it. It's fuck no, I would not go back for some dudes who I did drugs with for five weeks. I think that's what's lost in this is that mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn's mm-hmm. totally right. Like he barely knew these people. Uh, they all kind of assume the risk of what's happening. Nothing's in writing. Like, and, and it's just his sister like trying to convince him. Like without government officials, there's no fucking way I would go back for these dudes who wouldn't go back for me. I'll go next. I 100% agree with Pappy. I would never put myself... I would never say that, like, at the beginning of the movie, they're like... They, like, all refer to each other as brothers or something with, like, three weeks of knowing each other. I would never say that. I would never put myself in that position of saying any of that to any stranger. It's like, no, I'm not going to come back for you because you did drugs. You didn't get rid of the drugs. You didn't eat the drugs when the cop showed up. You didn't throw the drugs in the ocean when the cop showed up. No, I'm not coming back for you, you idiot. You should have known the drug laws in this weird country. Now you're going to die here alone. I'm not coming back for you. God damn. Anne Hayes, you're not convincing me. I'm sorry. You're not that hot. I I changed my answer to Mikey's definitely Commodus. No, it's stupid. And then this movie punches you in the dick at the very last 10 minutes. It's like, wow, I'm going to fucking flip my switch here. The judge is like, yeah, yeah you're just going to get six months. Nope, I just read this article. You Now you're going to die, Joaquin. No. <laughs> so Joaquin. stupid. Joker. Josh, Brett, any thoughts here? Yeah, I would give up three or six years, but I think the deal falls apart when you realize it's the malaysian prison and it could actually mean just giving up everything forever very possibly Mm -hmm. and i hit on it earlier being the worst part of the movie and i think this is why and why like the brain puzzle kind of falls apart is because there's i mean all you have is ann hesh who's given you that like uh her promise of herself there's no actual promise from like any official government agency. <laughs> like that's really what it comes down to. If it was three years or six years in a known facility where people come out unharmed, yes. Yeah. There's no guarantees at all. In this situation, it's just too helter skelter. There's like no way. 
I'm a no as well. The whole the whole time that they're in New York, I found myself thinking like, why don't they try to like rally this press story in a good way and like exactly almost force their hand to like put something in writing like okay, sheriff is gonna come back, but there's this agreement because it's all out in the open and not like just you know a verbal agreement with this judge that can get pissed off by a tabloid story or whatever. But no, would not go back uh, okay. at that point. To me, I, I missed the part that Pappy said at the beginning where uh, they barely knew each other. I thought they were friends. Five weeks. Yeah, and I, I was talking to Brittany, and I said, I named two of really close friends, and I said, if this was the case, I would go back. I'd have to go back. Um, and she better was like... better have been one of those. Sure, yeah, Josh... Yeah, Josh and another friend. And lies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you though, Brett. No, but yeah, for sure. But then I I started saying um well Brittany's like I, I know you'd go and you'd make up your mind. I would just hope that you would talk to me about it. And I like I definitely would talk to you about it, but I I probably would have made up my mind. And then I said, you know, if they were lesser friends, I'd have to really think about it. And then I think somebody mentioned it when I saw what Lewis was like. I think I might have just kind of like dipped out mm. because he seems crazy and he's going to be crazy and it's almost better for him if he um, dies? No. Well, if you consider... Ceases <laughs> to exist. No, to Brett's point though, if you consider someone going from sanity to losing it for the rest of them lives a kind of death, yeah. you're sacrificing yourself and then the other guy, Tony, or whatever the hell his name is, possibly just sacrificing themselves too. And it's been like only two years at this point. They're looking at three minimum six to mm-hmm. Vince. I also feel end. like Lewis has had like his head on better than the other two. I mean, I think we could probably all agree that Tony would not last three years in there. Like he seemed kind of weak. He seemed kind of no. weak willed. Um, and I think whatever my fiance says, that goes. That's what's up. <laughs> How about hey, Lewis? Rule number one of Goodfellas: you never rat on your friends. <laughs> <laughs> he tried not to, but that's my answer. So, close friends, I would have to do it. Friends like that, like if it was like Mikey and Stevie, I'd be like, sorry, Mikey. Dude, but that okay. You know, if I've known you for three weeks, I wouldn't even know your name two years for later. I'd be like, who? Yeah. I don't know any Lewis. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about you. I'm not going back. Happy. Are you sure there's a line where he's? They say this is the first time we've met. I. They say, uh, we were best friends for five weeks. We shouldn't have even have met. And then he goes into the background of I was from Brooklyn. He was from Harvard. He was some hippie guy with long hair. Yeah, so, I, I mean, missed it's not, all of that. Yeah, it's literally the first five yeah, seconds it's, it's of the movie. Yeah, it's a narration, movie. right? I, yeah. I had to go yeah. back and watch it twice to, like, confirm. Because like, it, it provides such important context for everything that's set up. Like, yeah. I don't know. They were my two best friends in the whole world for five weeks. Probably shouldn't be in an opening narration like that. Is it, like, over a Polaroid picture? I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix's face looks super goofy <laughs> with a smile <laughs> on it. Super jokery. <laughs> We'll post it on our Instagram, and we'll edit the Joker's face on it. It'll be so cool. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll be lit. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, 
go in the same order, I suppose. Brett, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, I like this movie quite a bit. I mean, I, though I saw Pappy's review and he said take out the, the romance and the journalism and it's there's something there. I Like I've said earlier, I agree with half of that. I think the journalism aspect was stupid. I think they could have come up with a better way to have stupid the judge... Stupid journos. Have the judge, yeah, uh, change his mind. I, Fake I news. think it was stupid. Um... They're stupid. I hate them. Um, I hope they all got fired. I hope Pete. I hope MJ got her come up and somehow. Um, I like this movie. I like the performances. I like the. I thought the chemistry between Anne Hayes and Vince Vaughn was good, but you find out that's because they were banging during this movie in real life. So Ooh, really, yeah, it was. Uh, she had just like broken up with like uh, Ellen DeGeneres. And her and Vince Vaughn used what? to bang what? in the trailer. What? Nice. What? What? Nice. Oh my gosh, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I like this movie. Uh, it might be a movie I need to see again, like not on a oh, crappy, <laughs> crappy version with some subtitles because I missed a lot, but uh, I enjoyed it. It's a- hey, the Arabic subtitles added a lot to this movie. <laughs> oh, are we going to mention that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to say a solid yes for me. Excellent. Mikey? Uh, I had a lot of problems with the... I don't know if it was either the the plot setup or the pacing of this movie, but I just hated everything that took place in New York, and I thought that there really should have been a lot more uh, context and what was happening with Joaquin's character during this time. And if that was the case, then I would have given this movie like a four or five stars. But there was really not that much at all of Joaquin in this movie. And we don't really understand. We see that he's like struggling or whatever, but we don't really get the full context of like how bad it is in this prison. So I think there's a lot that could have made the movie better, like just showing more stuff of... I don't know, like even how Joaquin got caught and stuff, but there's just a lot missing. And I don't really feel any sort of sympathy for Joaquin because of it. And it really doesn't convince me at all that Sheriff would go back for this person that he hardly knows. So I can't really say that (laughs) I agree with what he does. And that's why I only gave the movie like three stars because it's just so ridiculous in its like reasoning of... Three and a half stars. Yeah, of what these characters would do. It's just I, I find it so hard to sympathize with these characters when it's like, dude, you gotta. I don't know. It's it's a really confusing situation for sure, and it would really be a really hard decision to make in Vince Vaughn's life. But I don't know. I in this movie, all of the context that we have is just like, there's no way Vince Vaughn can go back. So it's just. I hate this movie, honestly. <laughs> it, it 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 messes with your emotions so much. There's nothing going on in the first half, and then the last half is so good. Like, the last 40 minutes is so good. There's so much drama happening, and the scene with Joaquin is really gut-wrenching, so that part is really awesome, but... I'll give it a I'll give it a soft yes. It's just oh. really... If you want to be, oh. be super bummed... If you want to be super bummed, yeah, go ahead and watch this movie. There's... You're not going to have a fun time afterwards, so... Soft, yeah. soft yes, from Mikey. Uh, 
Josh up next. Yeah. If you went back to the Suspiria pod, I think I had like a... It's the same situation then. Like, I didn't know going into this pod if I was going to say yes or no, honestly. But as soon as I heard that it was by the same production company as Adaptation, I knew I was going to give it a (laughs) solid yes, just regardless. Out of like two-year-old spite pride. Uh, Go back and listen to the Adaptation pod if you want to hear me whine like a little bitch. But anyway, um, (laughs) I will say... One of my favorite parts about this movie is that that whole bike scene where they crash, and that's almost like the most Wes Anderson-y part of this movie is they almost run into Rambo's vehicle and crash on the side of the road, and it's never like mentioned again until the very like end when Vince Vaughn is like, you know, it was my idea to like throw the bike over the cliff, and they didn't feel the need to like go and show like a flashback of him throwing the bike over the cliff. You just remembered it because you're a normal person who watches movies. And I really appreciated that they trusted the audience a little bit. Um, Of course, like Mikey said, more Joaquin would have been great. I think ultimately, yeah, this movie would have been better if it was just 90 minutes of Joaquin Phoenix in a jail cell by himself. But (laughs) The movie we get on screen still shows some Joaquin, so pretty much no matter what, it's a yes. Pap? Uh, yeah, I guess my problems with this movie are kind of uh, sort of the opposite of a lot of what Josh talked about in his review. I, I think that this movie doesn't trust his audience. It does in that specific example of not doing a flashback, but it feels like so many elements of this film are, are like I said, so generic and so Hollywood and it feels like an executive getting his hands on it and, and fucking with what was otherwise like a really cool concept. Um, it's, it's well made and it's a cool premise. And I think like actually, you know, referencing back to the Suspiria pod, it's like an objectively much, much more interesting and engaging story than Suspiria. But the reason this is a soft no, and that's a yes is that Suspiria is so much more visual flair. And and this is just so, like I said, generic, I'm not going to remember anything about this movie in three weeks let alone five weeks <laughs> length of time it takes someone to become best friends uh <laughs> other than other than the general premise which i've i've said many times that i that i like that but as far as the execution goes i don't think it was it was super well done give it a yes anyway no it's a soft no oh. um <laughs> Yes, and that's why I like that we do the yes or no rating system. Like I think I gave this three, three and a half stars or something on Letterboxd, uh, which is rounds up to I guess a yes. But I, I just can't in good faith say this is worth two hours of your time, audience, because I know you haven't seen this, and I, and it's just it's just another movie that you got to forget. Wow. Like those five week drug friends. But Jordan and I uh, remembered it from IFC from the 2000-ish era. So I, I won't forget that it exists. As did Mikey. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I saw, forgot it that he a, saw it. <laughs> I saw it when it was a blockbuster. That's a movie. really good point, no Evil Dead 2. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Dead 2, more interesting visual flair than at any point in this movie. That movie's garbage. <laughs> visual flair uh this is gonna be the softest 
yes I've ever given. <laughs> the most flaccid yes. <laughs> Below uh, boss baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. it's really interesting how we're disagreeing on kind of similar elements of this. Like, I also love the prisoner's dilemma slash like the premise. Um, and I loved Joaquin Phoenix's performance as well. But like where Mikey said there wasn't enough, I think there's almost the perfect amount where like it's creating doubt in your mind where you don't actually know what he's being subjected to, but he's also displaying these like crazy little diatribes that he's going on, like whether it's in the tape early on, which is really powerful or like later with the, um, the monologue that he goes on with uh, sheriff in the room. Um, he's really, really good. And I think if there's too much of that, it gets probably even more depressing and would probably shift to a no for me. It would be a little too much. Um, but then at the same time, I also hate the, the portion in New York, there's way too much that's there. Like it's, I think I wrote down, it's like an hour and eight minutes into maybe a two hour movie that we're actually not even back in paradise. Jordan, Um, let me posit this to you. 90 Mm -hmm. minutes of Joaquin Phoenix, Vince Vaughn and (laughs) other guy calivanting around in Malaysia, the the depressed and then eight minutes and then eight minutes of the rest of this movie. How awesome would that have been? No, well, that would be the hangover, but (laughs) with a hard-hitting ending. Indeed. (laughs) 90 minutes of gallivanting, 20 minutes of trial, five minutes of hanging. It's a Wes Anderson movie, but they just fucking hang Adrian Brody at the end. (laughs) 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 Well, that was out of nowhere. I can't believe nobody brought up the old carry over from the British Empire with the, the court system and the wigs. Uh, Jordan, you're in the middle of your yes or no, though. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you that was pretty much it. Yes. I, yeah, it was a soft yes. I There are some parts that are really good. I didn't enjoy it much, but I, I don't think it's a bad movie. Um, and there's some really good parts in it. It's a soft, soft, soft yes. Vigo <laughs> soft. soft. <laughs> so uh, soft. Brett, what were you going to say about the wigs, though? I love the carryover from the when they were uh, a British colony that they still have the the wigs, the powdered wigs that the they still wear <laughs> to this day in yes. the court systems in in Great Britain. So I love that. I thought, Wait, they still wear those? Some I, I mean I've only seen it in one movie in a show, but I I'm guessing it still happens. Only if I feel stealing cold. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine being put to death by that guy in that wig? It's like, it's like the, just kill, just shoot me in the face. I'm not gonna like the, take that. They don't like look the old, good. They're pretty clearly just put on, like slapped on right before they walk in that room. It's like the old saying goes: "The sun never sets on where people wear wigs in court." Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. It's the British Empire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I don't understand that reference, Pat. I'm sorry. You're too smart for us, Pat. My bad. Uh, all right, you guys ready for trivia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Audience, if you've never uh, listened to spoilers before, I can't believe you've made it this far of this episode. Um, <laughs> Strange choice. Every, every week in spoilers, <laughs> we do trivia to determine who hosts We're the next episode. We're playing Hangman. Last week, I came back for the first time in like three months and managed to win and choose a pretty horrible movie, according to Pap. Um, It was a good spoilers movie. So I had it closest to trivia, and I think I'm going to use that as the uh, tiebreaker instead. 
So I came up with another one just before the uh, the podcast started. Um, And Pap, do you have the order for us from? uh, Uh, Yeah, the last few. It would be me most recently with Suspiria. Stevie hosted Collector, but he's still on sabbatical. Mm -hmm. And then I think before that was Josh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Ameri- American movie was probably me after that. Uh, probably I think I'm I'm, the least. I I should yeah. be furthest back. I think I think American movie Schneid? was after. What yeah. about First Blood? After I- that was me. So me, Brett, Mikey, Josh. Mikey is the furthest back. He is. Yeah, Mikey's in the Schneid. Yep. Two thirty nine. Rambo. Pat, Pat, Brett, Josh, Mikey. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Happy, you're ep- you're editing this episode. Is that true? Uh, no, I'd rather not, but I can. Well, Jordan said that you were at. No, that was a joke to try to get uh. your personal stuff left in there. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling down the house of cards around us. Why didn't Vince Vaughn simply throw all of the very tiny guards over the fence and escape? Exactly. <laughs> Put a knife to one's neck and you got him. Get him out of there. Mikey, was this like a, a, a prequel to that brawl in Cell Block? I haven't seen that, but I heard oh, that's I really good that. and very violent. Have you seen you it? No, I haven't. Yeah, you said it's really good. Same director as Bone Tomahawk. So oh, God, then I don't want to see it then. <laughs> all right. So trivia is pretty intense, just like this movie. Yeah. Um, there are eight countries that have either carried out or have legislated capital punishment for cannabis trafficking. Oh my. There's only eight. So Mikey, you're going to go first. We're going to go in a reverse, reverse order here. Um, if you name one correct, you're in. Uh, if everyone behind you is also incorrect, then we'll do another round. Um, I do have the tiebreaker still if we run out of time or anything we can do closest to. So we have to guess um, eight of 197 countries? That's yeah, I just got to guess a country? Like, probably Mikey only has to guess one, and I'm guessing everyone else will guess wrong. But there's eight out of however many countries there are. I don't know. 197. Uh, so we're screwed. Uh, I'm going to guess Japan has some pretty crazy weed laws. I'll guess Japan. Wrong. Japan is not one. Josh? Is Malaysia a country? Yes. <laughs> I guess I'll say Malaysia. Josh is correct. Oh, Uses yeah. the example at hand. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> uh, so, Brett, there's seven left. What you got? Hmm. It's got to be... I'm guessing it's going to be a country that's got Islam as their national religion. Ooh, that's an interesting direction. To Hot take. No, that's what Malaysia is. They have strict laws. I... And a lot of journalists. I'm going Hot to take. say Indonesia. Indonesia is on the list. Okay. Wow. Cap, you've got six countries left out of a hundred and however. Stay in the same neighborhood and say Singapore. Good guess. But. Correct. <laughs> it's listed as the all the <laughs> frequently used. <laughs> oh my god! I've been uh, to Singapore. I'm so glad I didn't leave anything in my backpack on accident. <laughs> on accident. Jeez. Um, 
All right, Mikey, sorry for your Japan guess. You're out. Josh, it's back to you. Just because this country's off the wall, I'm going to say North Korea. How would anybody know? That Nobody ever goes in. Nobody ever comes out. The list. Uh, is it on the unknown weed, list? Huh? Do I get another guess? I mean... No. What? Do we actually know or not? It's not on this list, so... It's not on the Wikipedia list, my man. I... It's pretty comprehensive. But do they for sure not? God, this is turning into a Christmas special trivia. For sure. It's not on his, either way, it's not on his list. So we have, okay. what, five left? Josh, go go buy a ticket, fly over there, smoke some weed, and figure it out for <laughs> us. Go Seth Rogen Buy a brick of hash. <laughs> I will say Bangladesh. Bangladesh is not oh, on the list. Got some life. Yeah, Happy can win? win it with a correct guess here, or he can <laughs> send it back around. Oh, say can <laughs> you see? Have we killed people? USA? We have. We have not killed people, ah! but but it has been legislated, and Pappy wins because it's on the list. <laughs> it's been legislated, man. <laughs> what else on there? Is Brunei, Myanmar. What are they? Uh, China, China, Singapore, UAE, ah! Philippines, Malaysia, Indonesia, uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Those make sense. Wait, so you you're saying you can be put to death by smoking hashish in this country? Current Colorado. U.S. federal law allows for the death penalty for those who have extraordinary amounts of the drug. Six, sorry, sixty thousand kilos. My God, that's a what lot. Were the countries again? That's a, a hashish. A tanker? <laughs> what is that? I kind of want to change my sixty thousand vote plans, to a Mikey. no. This movie just got a lot darker for me. Hey. Pap, you're uh, our winner. Okay, I need a second. <laughs> uh, need a yeah, second. let's uh, throw it to Spoilerman, and uh, we'll come back with Pappy's pick. Let's get right into it. Spoilerman here. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. If you enjoy what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. Now you can check us out on Spotify. All right, Pappy's ready. He's back with his pick. Pappy, after after much deliberation, what do we got next week? So uh, this was one of this is a movie from one of the early kings of Spoilerman, and it's Ooh. been uh, on my list Ooh. for a while. Uh, we haven't done one of his movies in quite a bit of time, but uh, it was on. It was recommended to me by my fiance, and it's. Uh, else was gonna say? Oh yeah, it's one of Lindsay Ellis's, one of my favorite YouTubers' favorite movies, and I've somehow never seen it. So. It's not super well known, I don't think, but we're going to do 
2005, welcome to the four movie club, Val Kilmer. Kiss, <clears throat> kiss, bang, bang. Love it. It's Shane Black. Yep. It's it's very, wow. the, the humor and stuff is very similar to the nice guys. Nice. Nick Lawrence, Fishburne, three movie club now. Robert Downey Jr., four movie club. He's beginning to there, believe. There is a spider. It's a big deal, guys. There is a spider <laughs> alert, but I know where it is. So oh, right. dear. Could Lawrence Wait, Fishburne be a future king of spoilers? What, Mikey? Who are we tracking here? Is it Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey Jr.'s at six after this. Oh, movie. wow. Yeah. This is like right Marvel. before he blew up again. Like, this is kind of like Val Kilmer and Robert Downey this, Jr. kind of meet, and then they go the opposite direction of where they came from. Is this skinny Val or? No, not really. He, he's a little chunky. <laughs> It's a thick Val. <laughs> We've seen all of that Val on this thick. podcast. Thick. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Can't wait to. I've never seen Kiss to Kiss Bang Bang, but I can't wait to watch it and join us next I week. I still have it on my DVR. Chunky Val. Yes. Are we done? First podcast ever on Return to Paradise. No way. Yes, for this sure. A, oh, wow. Like, I searched for Re- Return to Paradise, and like, it, I guess it was mentioned in one episode of the CinemaSins podcast, but everything else was like a dating podcast or something. This is groundbreaking here. Yeah. We better do it justice. When Ooh. historians look for the definitive Return to Paradise <laughs> podcast, <laughs> history will point to us. <laughs> It's Jordan's face when he has to think of a last second spoiler. <laughs> test, 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 test. What? I don't, I don't want to spoil No! <laughs> <laughs> Look at me! Look at me! You're you won't alone. spoil alone! You're not alone! <laughs> Lunatic Fridge! That's the cue. Three, two, one, go. That was Was spoilers. spoilers.